This program is brought to you with support from the U.S. EPA. We're here to present the EFC Network Podcast. The Environmental Finance Center Network is a partnership of 12 centers serving 10 EPA regions. The EFCN provides training and technical assistance to small water and wastewater systems. This podcast series has been designed to help system personnel improve technical, managerial, and financial capacity of the utilities and communities they serve. Welcome to the Small Wastewater System Technical Assistance Podcast from the Office of Water Programs at Sacramento State. This is Episode 1, Small Wastewater Treatment Operator Roles and Responsibilities. I'm Rima Danner with the Office of Water Programs. I'm Todd Graniger, a research scientist here at WP. In this episode, we will explore the question, what are the roles and responsibilities of a wastewater treatment plant operator? But first, let's take a look at a real problem that a real plant faced a few years ago. Back in 2015, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection passed a new regulation for wastewater treatment plants. It restricted the release of chlorine residuals to limit disinfection high byproducts. Thanks to this new regulation, employees at a small wastewater treatment plant system in a town called Berkeley Heights, New Jersey, realized that they needed to replace their disinfection method. They had to find an alternative to sodium hypochlorite and sodium bisulfate so the plant could meet its permit levels. Facility staff considered several options, including an ultraviolet treatment system, but this option would also be ultra expensive costing $50,000 in annual maintenance costs and $1 million to install it. Another option, ozone generation, would be too unstable and explosive. Plant employees became intrigued by the possibility of peroxyacetic acid treatment, or PAA, for disinfection. No facility in New Jersey was yet using PAA. While the treatment had been used, infrequently, in other states, it was far from the industry standard. But a PAA system would cost the New Jersey facility significantly less, with insulation at $45,000 and maintenance between $800 and $1,200 a year. It has also required only one delivery system, as opposed to two delivery systems for the two chemicals the plant needed at the time. In 2016, the plant staff contacted the NJDEP to request permission for bench testing the PAA system at a small scale. Plant staff also developed study protocols. In February 2017, they received approval for an 11-week study test. Even more impressively, the plant employees built the delivery system by themselves, saving money as opposed to hiring an outside contractor. The numbers were terrific, and they even exceeded what was required. At a dose of 1.5 milligrams per liter, the plant reduced average fecal coliforms from 229 to 41, and average E. coli from 150 to 18, well under permit limits. The results represented a 12% decrease in annual operating cost, decreased toxicity levels, and reduced disinfection time. After plant staff presented the results to the NJDEP, the plant quickly received a permit modification that approved the new method. The NJDEP even told the plant to leave the temporary system in place. And that's how Berkeley Heights became the first town in New Jersey to use PAA as the sole disinfectant in its wastewater treatment operations. When the PAA system was implemented permanently, it was a success. The new disinfection system didn't risk disinfection by products formation 
It also showed stronger oxidizing potential than chlorine and offered shorter contact time and certified degradation of problem chemicals. Thanks to plant employees' ingenuity and hard work, the small New Jersey wastewater system was able to protect its water resources while reducing operating costs, even saving taxpayers a million dollars on installation. Plant employees were publicly commended for showing innovation, determination, and teamwork throughout the entire process, from investigation to testing to approvals to construction. This story perfectly illustrates what the job of small system wastewater treatment operator is all about and highlights some of the many roles that an operator might play. Operators need to wear many hats since they have many different responsibilities. They need to brainstorm solutions to tough problems. Basically, they need to work hard and work smart. However, all the work operators do is defined by one unifying principle to protect public health and the environment by properly collecting, treating, disposing and discharging the community's wastewater. The operators at this small New Jersey plant met this goal. They kept the wastewater system operational without exposing the community to disease or to contaminated surface or groundwater resulting from accidental sewage overflows, wastewater backups into homes, ineffective treatment methods, or equipment failures. And in the process, operators played many different roles, including recognizing a problem with their process, brainstorming solutions and suggesting them to management, observing and measuring test results, and even building a temporary chemical delivery system that later became permanent. In just a minute, we're going to run down the specific tasks you can expect to perform if you work as an operator in a small wastewater system. But first, let's look deeper at what a wastewater system is and what makes a small wastewater system small. Wastewater is defined as a community's used water and water-carried solids that flow to a treatment plant. This includes household waste as well as used water from industrial processes. It may also include stormwater, surface water, and groundwater infiltration. Wherever people live together in a community, they have need for a wastewater collection, treatment, and disposal system. When flushing toilets became common in the late 19th century, septic tanks became widespread to collect and dispose of waste but septic tanks have historically also failed frequently, causing toxic conditions and endangering public health. Now, we live in a time that offers many more modern methods of dealing with wastewater. But whatever system is chosen, it must effectively treat the wastewater and dispose of it in a safe, environmentally sound, and economical manner. The system also needs competent individuals to maintain it and make sure that it's functioning properly. That's where small wastewater treatment operators come in. What do we mean by a small system? Well, according to the EPA, about 72% of operational public wastewater facilities in the U.S. are considered small systems. A small system serves a population of 10,000 or fewer and deals with an average daily wastewater flow of less than 1 million gallons per day. According to the EPA, small communities tend to be economically disadvantaged, underserved, and resource poor. Many small systems face challenges such as financial limitations, trouble supporting a community-wide system, trouble attracting operators, not enough manager training, extreme terrain and weather conditions, and geographic remoteness. This makes each individual operator's work ethic and ingenuity even more important. So what can you expect if you take a job as a small wastewater system operator? Of course, roles vary from plant to plant. 
For one thing, the types of treatment systems your plant uses determine your specific job responsibilities. Local geographic conditions such as terrain and weather also play a role. In some cases, regional politics may even affect your job. Every day, wherever you are, you will be faced with difficult tasks. Sometimes you will need to work on weekends, holidays, and on rare occasions in the middle of the night. Because the system is small, help may be difficult to come by. It's possible you have to go out in the middle of the night to restore electrical power to the system or start a standby generator engine. It's even possible that clearing a clog in the collection system will be your Thanksgiving afternoon task. Your location may not have accurate as-built records, including records for the size and type of underground pipes. An O&M manual may have been prepared and then misplaced, destroyed, or never existed. For older, small systems, locating components that are already installed and evaluating existing components' condition may be the majority of the work. You'll almost certainly have to do everything yourself. The responsibilities of a small wastewater operator will keep your days interesting. Depending on the specific situation, you may be required to perform most of the tasks to operate and maintain your treatment plan. Now we get to the part where we talk about the specific daily tasks of a small system wastewater operator. Most of the jobs take place outside as opposed to inside. Here are some examples of outside tasks. Excavations to find tanks, vaults, valves, or lines. Putting in new pipelines, manhole covers, valves, and air release valves, as well as installing hot taps. Cleaning tanks, replacing and repairing pumps, washing screens, reading meters, collecting samples, measuring depths of scum blankets and sludge in septic tanks, adjusting valves, checking electrical control systems, replacing control units, operating or contracting for backhoes, driving trucks, and of course, talking to people about their problems or complaints. As we know, not everything can be done outside, so here are some job tasks an operator would perform inside the plant. Record keeping, conducting laboratory analysis, keeping an inventory of spare parts and equipment, preparing, sending out, and collecting bills, preparing budgets, preparing emergency plans, planning for the future, writing reports to your employer and to environmental control agencies, ordering supplies and replacement parts, and as always, talking to people about their problems and complaints. Housekeeping jobs in some small wastewater systems include sweeping and mopping the floors, washing windows, waxing floors, setting up chairs, and planning training programs, not only for you, but for your customers. You'll need to keep system maps so you can locate your buried pipelines and electrical systems to show other utilities where not to dig and where to dig to install new connections to the system. You may be required to inspect new construction to ensure that installations meet your agency's specifications, or you may even be required to build a new facility yourself. Each system is unique, but there are some similarities between them. You can learn from other operators and also share your discoveries with them to help them do a better job of environmental protection. Maintaining and operating a wastewater treatment system could also be a part-time job, in addition to your current one. In fact, many people have discovered they needed to become operators as part of their current job. These people include school district maintenance superintendents who have inherited their school's wastewater treatment systems, shopping mall maintenance supervisors, 
and large interstate truck stop operators who have to install treatment systems for their truck stop. Owners of remote resorts, mobile homes, and RV parks and apartment complexes have all had to install and operate their own wastewater treatment systems, either because they were too far away from a local municipal system or because the existing treatment system was restricting connections to protect the capacity of its collection or treatment system. As a small wastewater system operator, you could also work for federal, state, or local government agencies that are required to work to run their own facilities. For example, state and federal parks or correctional institutions may own and operate wastewater treatment plants. State agencies like social services, transportation, and fish and game departments can also own and operate wastewater treatment plants. So can federal military bases, forts, and remote outposts as well as some small community services or utility agencies. And on reservations, Native Americans frequently own and operate small wastewater systems. Alternatively, you can work for a privately owned operation and maintenance organization that contracts to work on wastewater treatment systems or domestic water supply systems. Opportunities for employment with these specialized private contractors are expanding. Private contractors like these relieve a small community or the city of the burden of recruiting, interviewing, and hiring people who are appropriately trained and state certified for various competency levels so they can meet state environmental regulatory agency requirements. So you may be wondering, what are the job conditions like as a small wastewater system operator? Well, you'd obviously always work with small wastewater systems, but you'd have different facility types, locations, and a diverse range of working conditions to choose from. Wastewater systems and treatment plants can be found anywhere people congregate into communities, from the mountains to the sea. You could be the sole operator of a small town facility, work with several operators in a slightly large wastewater system, or even manage an entire community's wastewater collection and treatment facilities. As an operator, you can choose your own unique role. What are some other important tasks for a small wastewater operator that you might not think of right away? Well, a big one is reviewing plant construction plans and providing operational data. If your community has long recognized the need for a new or improved wastewater treatment plant, has voted to issue the necessary bonds to finance a project, and if a consulting engineer has submitted plans and specifications, then it's in the best interest of the community and the consulting engineer that you be in on the ground floor planning. If a new plant is being built or an existing facility is being upgraded, you should be there, or at least available, during the construction period. It's also a good idea to become completely familiar with the entire plant, including the equipment and how it works. This will give you the opportunity to connect your plant drawings to the actual facilities. During construction, you may also be the construction inspector. Discuss with the engineer how the treatment plant should be operated, and what the designer had in mind when designing it. If it's an old plant renovation, you can provide excellent advice to the consulting engineer. Your experience gives you valuable technical knowledge about the plant's wastewater characteristics, its sources, and the limitations of, its, of the current facility. You and the consultant form part of an expert team that can advise the district or town. Once the plant is up and running, you'll be the administrator. If it's a small plant, your responsibilities may not include supervising staff, but you're still in charge of records. Remember, your operations effectiveness must be documented because regulatory rules require adequate, 
reliable records of each phase of operation. As an administrator, you would be responsible for running the plant as efficiently as possible, while keeping in mind the primary goal of protecting water quality through continuous and efficient plant performance. As an operator in a small wastewater system, you could also be in charge of the budget. You're undoubtedly the best person to advise on budgetary and management issues and long-term planning. You'd keep on top of the plant's additional funding needs, including for plant expansion, equipment replacement, and laboratory requirements. Make sure to identify and define the plant's financial needs with enough time to notify appropriate community officials so that they can begin planning and budgeting early. As a small wastewater operator, you will no doubt also do public relations by default. You should be able to explain your plant's purpose and operation to visitors, civic organizations, school classes, the news media, and even city council or district directors. The general public's interest in water quality is growing, so be prepared to conduct plant tours to gain public acceptance and support. In fact, a well-guided plant tour might even give regulatory agency officials or other operators enough facility understanding to suggest useful solutions to your operational problem. It's challenging and demanding to operate a wastewater treatment facility in a small community, protecting the public and the environment. But at the same time, it is also rewarding. Like the small wastewater system operators in Berkeley Heights, New Jersey found out, operating a small wastewater treatment system in a small community is a noble profession. And that about concludes our podcast for today. Thanks for listening. For more information about wastewater treatment training and continuing education, visit our website at www.owp.csus.edu. We'll also post a transcript of this episode and links to other episodes related to small wastewater systems. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning into this episode of the EFC Network Podcast, brought to you with support from the U.S. EPA. Be sure to stay tuned for future EFC Network podcast episodes.